Hi, this is Charlotte from Delane. This is John Yelland of Judicator. This is Nora from Battle Beast. Hey guys, this is Thomas from Camelot. This is Adrian Cowan from Seven Spires, and you are listening to The Great Metal Debate. Music fans, the podcast is back with another metal artist interview. Today I'm joined by Bashik from Dream Ocean. Bashik, thank you so much for coming on The Great Metal Debate. I thank you for having me as a guest and giving me the opportunity to reach uh, some other metal hats who most probably didn't ever hear about us. So before we talk about the band, album, and upcoming tour, I'd like to learn a little bit about your background. First, where did you grow up, and were you raised in a musical household? Um, I, I grew up in Turkey, and um, as uh, before my family was living in a smaller town, but as I was uh, 14, we moved in Istanbul, and since then, until my, I don't know, until five years ago, I was in Istanbul, and I grew up... Uh, with musician family. My father was also singing in the radio choir, but uh, not classical music. Mm, he was singing Turkish traditional classical music, which has totally another musical system, harder than the West Western music style. And um, But I was in music when I grew up. I was in the children choir of the same radio channel. And then I was in the youth choir, and in high school, I started to uh, know about and get in touch with rock music, metal music, and I was singing rock and metal music. And then I found Nightwish. So uh, that was big discovery for me because after Nightwish, more or less my career began to shape, and I decided to be an opera singer like Taria. <laughs> that was a big inspiration for me and life changer point, I guess. You are not the first musician we've had on the podcast to cite Nightwish's influence. Was there a specific album or song? Um, the first album I got as a gift from my high school sweetheart, <laughs> he gave me Oceanborn. And then I discovered Angels Fall First. And then I started to sing like Taria. And then I thought, like, I can do that. Maybe I should learn how to do it better. Yeah, but it was uh, Oceanborn. From yeah. Oceanborn, the album, to now you fronting Dream Ocean, the band. Let's talk about the band. For folks who aren't familiar with this act, can you give us a brief history of how Dream Ocean originated? Um, yes, of course. Um, like in 2009-10, we started to shape this band in Turkey with our guitarist Özkan um, and we changed a lot of band members because unfortunately metal scene in Turkey is not so strong and it's hard to find musicians and most of the metal bands are playing covers not their original songs and we were the first, almost the first band 
sorry, that's theater. As I said, I'm at the performance at the moment, so it can happen that I'm going. Oh, obviously I'm going right now. That's fine. We'll just call but, back. Uh, um, what I what I was saying, I want to complete this at least. Sure. Yeah, we couldn't find uh, band members very much, and then after a while, we gave up and stopped it. I wanted to focus on my singing first before everything because uh, my classical career was going be uh, better. And I wanted to come to Europe, especially to Germany, to study master opera here and maybe continue the band here, which I did that. And five years ago, like four and a half years ago, I moved in Germany for my master. And then I found uh, new band members. But of course, during this time, we wrote a lot of songs with Oskan and we started to record them. And in this time, um, Danish producer Jacob Hansen got in touch with us and he told why you guys are not recording an album. And he also fired some, some flames up. And, uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and then we had an opportunity in Turkey to play with Children of Bodom and Epica as support band. And there we got really great response from audience also online from outside. And then we thought maybe we should go back to business. And after five years break, or even more maybe, we decided to record the album. And actually we recorded album, we recorded this album in 2016. But in this time, as I said, I was moving to Germany. So releasing it also delayed a bit. And we could finally release it in 2018. That's a great segue. Let's dive right in to talk about your debut full-length album, Lost Love Symphony, released in 2018. First, with a little time passed, are you pleased with that album as an artist? Yes, I'm very much pleased. And um, Lost Love Symphony is like our first album, and it's really... Um, most of the songs uh, from our beginning of our music career with Dreamotion. And it's really pure and innocent. We didn't think too much technicality in there. It was really from heart, very raw. And uh, we just had no concern about... Um, how to go to market and how to sell this music and how to create something to sell and gain with, you know what I mean? I hope the second one can be as good as Lost Love Symphony or even better. And uh, it's just uh, so little shape, so I cannot tell. But the songs are much more aggressive in the new album. Like... Um, yeah, I'm totally pleased because we worked with really experienced hands. Our uh, mixing engineer and producer, Aram Baikut, already is very much experienced with uh, metal recordings. He made great projects also in Turkey. And then our mastering was done by Jacob Hansen and keyboards. And back then, we didn't have a keyboarder, so we, could, uh, we got help from... Ruben Viga from Revamp, 
and our orchestrations were done by Used, Wandan Brock. Ich hoffe, I hope that I am not mispronouncing it. Okay. And you know him from After Forever, yes. and he is working with many great symphonic metal bands. So that was really dream come true for us. He did a great job. So, but this time we want to make a really 100% R music. And uh, this time we have very qualified members. So they're creating the orchestra parts and everything. I'm very excited. And you also had some guest appearances on this album. And we have Mark Janssen from Epica. He's also a good friend and big influence. And we had all these years good contact, so he was very kind enough to support us. That's amazing. Musically and lyrically, there's a lot going on with this album. Can you talk about, you've already mentioned Nightwish, which is an obvious influence, but what were the other influences and maybe styles that you brought in? I know, especially toward the end of the album, some of the songs, maybe there was a little bit of Turkish influence. Yes. Like, I I always love that um, Oriental melodies um, mixing with metal, rough rhythm guitars and drums. So I was always uh, writing such songs. And some best ones we just decided to use in the album. Well, they're phenomenal. Now, you all have released several music videos to promote the album, including a concept video for Everstorm and a lyric video for Somewhere Untouched. Do you enjoy making videos? And how important do you think videos are in promoting a band's music? Well, to be honest, um, I I, I love to make videos, but unfortunately for metal music, um, it's always hard to finance because... We, uh, I mean, that's the problem of all metal industry. We're not earning as much as a pop singer, for example. So it's always a challenge to them. And of course, they have a big uh, effect on to reach out to your listeners and get their attention. So in the future, we want to make more. I understand Dream Ocean is about to embark on a tour of Europe. Tell us about the tour plans. So the thing is, um, yes, we we planned this uh, tour on February because we just realized that um, some of our friends from France, Belgium, and they still didn't hear uh, Lust of Symphony, and we would like to go on a tour before we record a new album. Yeah. And there was a good chance for us, a good time. So we said, why not? And we are very excited that the first concert is uh, a part of our tour, but uh, also belong to FEMA, a, winter, a cold winter night. They made a winter edition of the festival, and there we will play ESCO headliner. And then... We, on 14, 15, and 16, we will be in France, Belgium, and Netherlands. And or there can be another way. I don't remember it exactly. But Belgium and France is quite the first time for us. We're very excited. And then we will come back to Germany and finish the tour. And have you heard from fans already in those 
nations that are excited about seeing you for the first time? Yes, some of them already brought us uh, that they they will be there. But I think most of them are in contact with our uh, true producer company. Yeah. From the last time you went out, are you planning on maybe playing some new songs that you haven't ever performed live? Yes, we will uh, perform some new songs from the new album. That's also very exciting for us. And right after the tour, we will already release a video. So if somebody will be in the concert, I'm sure they will recognize the song as soon as we release. But it's a good chance they will get a lot of um, inside rumors from the first mouth, like when we are there things that we didn't speak online <laughs> and they will hear also the songs that we didn't release online it's really good chance for curious fans yes if you're in one of those countries definitely come out and check out one of those shows you're going to get some insight into what's coming up as you, i want to go back to influences and as you are i'm a huge fan of symphonic metal um bands like nightwish and it you know it all goes back to after forever but in the u.s at least there are a lot of metal fans who don't even know about that style um do you think that symphonic metal gets appropriate recognition from critics compared to other more aggressive styles of heavy metal i don't know if it's uh, the the right thing to say but my own personal impression is um a lot of people are saying like symphonic metal is dying and now uh, this more modern and uh, pop uh, influenced and even with pop influenced modern melodic metal with brutal singers, brutal vocal singers are now much more popular than the symphonic metal as we know in its traditional way since Therion, Nightwish, Epica, and uh, so on. But I think it shouldn't be really, it, it doesn't have to be like that because uh, still this is a very beautiful kind of music. It's such a great um, crossover and I'm sure it will still find the right listeners and uh, it should get more recognition from producers, from metal festivals and also from listeners because it doesn't mean that uh, but people are saying like why do you still do symphonic metal because now it's dying and you should mix it up with more pop music but if I don't feel pop music in me what should I do then should I stop making music at all so yeah I think it's a bit like uh, at the moment it's not getting so much recognition but it's way better than before, maybe. Uh, especially this female-fronted theme is now going down because people are just more used to that female metal singers existing on the stage. And um, I think we need more recognition, yes. I agree. I think it is natural anytime a 
style comes out, it's it'll become popular, and then there'll be a bit of a backlash. But I, I certainly think symphonic metal is here to stay, and I think that Dream Ocean is a great example of a, a new band who is uh, continuing with that style. Starting to wrap up with you, and following the completion of this European tour, what's up next for the band, and in particular, when can fans expect a follow-up to Lost Love Symphony? It will be in 2020, but we didn't we didn't decide exact dates. I can only say it will be in autumn. And finally, what is the best way for fans to purchase music and merchandise from Dream Ocean, including that debut album, Lost Love Symphony? Um, the best way is to go to our website, which is www.dreamocean.net. Again, it is such an honor to get to speak with you. I appreciate you taking time, even away from your opera performance. Wishing you best of success on this upcoming European tour. And certainly we'll be looking forward to that follow-up album coming up this fall. Again, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you very much. We will, we will start to tell more about the upcoming album after the tour. And just keep uh, watching us. Stay tuned for more. Thank you.